My man, how you doing? Look, I brought you something. Thanks. Yeah. I'm sorry. I asked for translucent. Right, but translucent is on a secret undercover mission right now. But you got the A-train, baby. But my wish was to meet translucent. That was my only wish. He's my hero. Yeah. Um, well, you know, maybe he can swing by next week or some. Something. Fuck. Um, you know what? Maybe I can't turn invisible, but I am the world's fastest man. Like, I can outrun anybody or anything. That's, that's something, right? <laughs> like, I tell you what, you get better and I'll teach you to run as fast as me. Yeah? Yeah. You'll teach me to outrun cancer? Welcome to another Undead Comic Cast, where comics never die. I'm JB. Um, this is episode something... I don't know, I'm not counting, but we're on Spotify, so if you're listening on Spotify, you can see which episode that this is. Um, hello Spotify, this has been the best thing to happen to both this podcast, the other podcast on the site so far is that we're actually on Spotify, which is sick, that the fact that Spotify is doing this and letting loads of podcasts go on now, I think beforehand you had to have, like, it was ridiculous, you basically needed to have been the Ricky Gervais podcast to get on to Spotify. The, the terms and conditions were absolutely insane um, to the point of why you wouldn't need Spotify. You wouldn't need Spotify if you had that much of a reach anyway. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm also I'm going to do some housekeeping right now. Uh, www.talknerdy.uk. Go there, check out blogs, vlogs, stuff like that. Other podcasts. Um, but yeah, I just... I've. I, I wasn't going to do this um, till for, like, another few weeks, and we'll get to that in a bit. But I've just, like, literally finished reading a load of comics, like, catching up. And I was just so excited about what I've been reading that I even messaged Chris, because Chris hasn't had me on the show. He's been trying to get me on the show for a while, and I've been really, really busy. Like, I'm, I'm chock full of stuff right now. Um, and... I'm messaging him going, oh, I need to come on, I need to come on Chris's Comics podcast, uh, which is, I, is that on Spotify yet? Hold on, let me just check, because I swear to God, like, I told him how to do this, and the last time um, I spoke about this, he still hadn't done it. Chris, Chris's Comics, is he spelling it with two S's like he likes to? I still can't find him. If, if Dude, get on. Get on Spotify, you insane. It's because he's an Apple guy, so he just listens for iTunes. He doesn't think anyone uses Spotify. But guess what, mate? Everyone uses Spotify. Um, except you. And you don't use WhatsApp either. Then that's weird in itself. Like, I don't understand people who don't use WhatsApp. That is, like, how are you maintaining a job? Like, how are you speaking to other people from your work without WhatsApp? And I don't mean, like, how are you speaking to, like, to Joanne or whoever it is. Like, I mean, how are you speaking, like, to people who go want to sh swap a shift or can you work this? Because, um, fuck me, I can't imagine life without WhatsApp at all now, which is dead sad. 
Um, what was I saying anyway? Oh yeah, so I wasn't going to wasn't going to go and do a podcast, and I was just messaging Chris going, "When are you free?" Because I'm not now. I'm not free at all. But we'll see if we can do something. And I just kind of realised something that actually. I can talk about comics right now. I have my own comics podcast and I've actually got the time to do it now. So I'm just going to do it. I then, um, I normally do news, a little bit of comic news at the beginning, but there's nothing really, I, I'm just doing this so flippantly from the fact I've just gone, oh, I've read all these comics, I want to talk about it. I've got no news. I imagine there is news. I mean, there was, uh, well, we spoke about San Diego Comic Con last time. So I think there's been, there has been other news. I even forgot to mention some things. Like I think... Doctor Doom's getting his own comic. I forgot to mention that last time. I forgot to mention that the Orville has got its own comic as well. Orville, which is I think in the top ten, it's obviously one of like the top five best series of Star Trek, even though it's not Star Trek, which is hilarious. Um, so yeah, this is actually going to be an issue-heavy episode. So I normally talk about um, five the news, five issues from the from the past month that I've enjoyed. I've recently added something called the drop zone, where it's like just a, a telecomics I've, I've dropped, not doing. And then I'll talk about whatever trade I've read this month. This is going to be really issue heavy because I'll start with the trade. Um, I'm currently reading Spider Island, but I mean, not to give away too much of what my review is going to be like when I finish Spider Island, but here's a preview of it. Turd Island. I, 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 I hate reading it. I honestly hate reading this comic. Like, I just, there's no life in it. It just, it feels like it's been written by a bunch of executives around a table. I just, I, I'm struggling to get through it. Like, oh, what if everyone had Spider-Man's powers? Fuck that. Who gives a shite? How boring is that? What if everyone has Spider-Man's powers? Well, then everyone's got Spider-Man's powers. And then, and then what? That's not that's not a story. That's not a that's not really a plot point. If you give everyone the the same powers as the hero, as it were, then everyone's the same, including the hero. So in fact, nothing sticks out. I've just found it very hard to get through. Um, it will probably be on the next podcast. I talk about it more in full. I don't normally talk about spoilers, but I feel I am going to talk about it in spoilers. So here's like. Your warning now, read Spider Island. Well, fucking, I wouldn't blame you if you didn't read Spider Island. But if you're thinking that you're these, well, a person who doesn't like something spoiled and would want to read it first, pick up Spider Island because next month we're definitely going to be talking about that in a lot of detail. Uh, for now, I'm just going to go through the fucking the sick fucking comics we've had. Um, right, where to start? Where to start? Where to start? Um... Oh, oh, yeah, tell you what. Oh, yeah. Fucking Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil is, like, unbelievably good still. They've changed the artist um, to someone called Sharma. Oh, I'm not as keen on their work. I'm, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I definitely preferred who was doing it before. I can't remember. But there's not. There's, it's it's still good. I still enjoy it. But I definitely prefer the other art, uh, artwork more. I'm I'm really enjoying this because we right so it's called No Devils Only God that's the, the story now and so far he in three issues he's not been in the suit once he's not even been Daredevil he's just Matt Murdock I I can't stress how impressive it is when you can take a superhero 
and make it more interesting without the superhero side. I think that's what Tom King's tried to do with Batman, and it hasn't worked. I think people just either A, weren't interested, B, weren't ready, or C, maybe it's not been good. I've not been really on top of it. Uh, but Chip Zdarsky's Daredevil is fantastic to read. I mean, the the, the side of showing to the Kingpin um, as well is very interesting. And how he's kind of dealing with this in a torment of like, he's won. He's the mayor of New York now. So actually, huh, well, it's, this is boring. You know, it's, it's, it's quite clever. Of course he find it boring. Um, but yeah, and like, I've just read issues six, seven and eight because I've been doing this thing again where I, 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 I swear I picked up issue six. I swear to, to, Fucking high heaven, I picked up issue six. And this worries me, man. This, like, this makes me think that I'm getting, like, some dementia or something because I swear I picked it up. Like, I would have bet the house on it. I would have bet my favourite hat on it. Um, if you can hear that, that car alarm, that's not my car. All the windows in this house are shut. They're double glazed. That is a car alarm that has been going off now once a week for like five months at various parts of the day. Sometimes at fucking three in the fucking morning. And I don't know who owns that fucking car. I don't want to go traipsing looking for a car that's car alarm is going off. But by fucking Christ, can someone not have a spur fob in the house? Can turn the alarm off, take the fuse out, do just, it's not working. It's not working. It, whatever your your system, your security system for this car is not working. And no one's stealing the car because it's still fucking there making that fucking noise. So if you can hear that, I apologize. But Christ, anyway, um, that would piss Daredevil off, wouldn't it? Heightened sensors would be going off a fucking mile with that all the time. But yeah, he's, he's not Daredevil. He's Matt Murdock. Um... Just getting by, being a parole officer, um, dealing with some of the repercussions from the last story and trying to find his footsteps, whereas Kingpin's like very relaxed and he's also trying to find his footsteps now, um, find where he's meant to go, but he, but he's won. He's got he's got no repercussions and it's great. Um, yeah, six, seven, eight, absolutely great. Fucking read Daredevil. Just read Daredevil. I don't. I'd like to know if there is a bad run of Daredevil because I feel like every run I pick up, I, I, I fucking love. Um, right. So yeah, Daredevil by Chip Zdarsky. You're gonna. Um, it is gonna be quite a Marvel heavy episode, I'm afraid. But uh, I'll even it out now with uh, Snyder and Capullo's Batman Last Night on Earth. Uh, book one was fantastic. Book two did not disappoint either. The art is the best they've ever done. Like, I did feel Capullo fell off a bit, especially weirdly on, um, what's his name? On uh, Detective Comics issue 1000. I was really surprised at his artwork and that. It just wasn't quite as good as it's been. I thought, especially for such a, a seminal, you know, issue, he would have put all his heart and soul in, but I, it appears he's putting his heart and soul more into this. Um... It's just such original, such an original way of telling the story. I don't know where it's going to go. It's a bit like Old Man Logan, um, without copying it too much. 
I, I, I just genuinely don't know what is going to happen or wh- where it's going to go. And that's part of the fun of it. Um, I'm kind of... Uh, only thing I would say is I'm not too fussed about who Omega is for now. But it, it might be someone... I think it's going to turn out to be someone very close to Bruce. So it could end up being a very good villain, actually. But, yeah, Batman Last Night on Earth has been nothing but a joy. Especially with the Joker in the... Uh, Joker is a head in a jar, just almost being like Deadpool, just adding little quips here and there, not quite in a fourth wall breaking territory, but yeah, dude, that was that was it's it's sick. Um, I do think there is some people out there not as like stoked for it as I am, but I've been I I enjoy it a lot. I really have been. And to be honest, if you've not been enjoying Tom King's run, and then this doesn't bust your biscuit, I don't know what you need. I don't know what you want. Um, yeah, so like I said, uh, we're going now to, oh yes, right, this just literally today blew my socks off, I bought it purely, well, funnily enough, I, I don't know if I even said this on the last podcast, I couldn't find my Lady Thor, uh, number one, uh, trade, book one, I love Lady Thor, She's just been announced with Natalie Portman playing her, which is great, freaking great, uh, to get being Thor Love and Thunder. And I thought, why not give it an extra, another read? Give it another read. I'll be honest as well, because <laughs> um, Eve never listens to this. I, I'm thinking about getting a Lady Thor tattoo, and I just wanted to go through the book to find some interesting panels, ones that make it look good. Um, Eve doesn't have anything against me tattoos, but when she knows I'm planning them, it stresses her out because um, she just has this thing where she believes that I'm going to go and get the tattoo. I'm going to come back. It's going to either A, look awful, or B, I'm going to get infected and my arm drop off or something. So I don't tell her until it's done. It's easier. So, I, yeah, I was looking around for Lady Thor and I couldn't find it. I'm messaging every motherfucker who I could have possibly lent it to. Bear in mind, I don't like lending comics anyway. So it isn't a long list, but I'm messaging everyone. No, everyone's saying, no, I've not got it. No, I've not got it. And then I began questioning, did I pick it up in single issues? And I thought, no, you'd remember that, you'd have cunt. And I then did a sort of my, for all my comics, I have to once a month alphabetize them because I just buy, I mean, who, who has the time when they read comics? You have a stack of comics, you read a shitload of them to then alphabetize them as you put them away. I just put them, I have a separate box that I put them in, and at the end of the month, I just grab them, like I have now, to talk about on this podcast, and then after this, I'll go and put them in the right place. And as I'm alphabetizing them, I found them in single issues, Lady Thor. I didn't know I had this in single issues, and I'm amazed that I was collecting single issues when it came out. I could swear I was only doing trades. But that was fantastic. I mean, I'm digressing there, but that was fantastic. So when they said that Jane Foster, my favourite Thor, which to some people might be like, oh, what the fuck? But hey, dude, that's just, it's just the Thor I read and the one I've connected to the most. I love female characters. Uh, Lady Thor, favourite Thor Thor is now Valkyrie. I thought, why not give it a shot? And there was a really cool variant as well with these massive gold wings. And in my head, I was like, well... If I don't like it, I can always frame it because it looks cool. And my God, this was awesome as balls. This has been, this was just totally up. I opened the page and it just uppercutted me. Um, the art is by, I need to give these, so it's Jason Aaron. And, oh, and Al Ewing. Oh, that explains it. 
Al Ewing's been doing Immortal Hulk. Um, Jason Aaron, I know he does some good stuff as well, but Al Ewing's really on point at the moment. Uh, the artist is Cafu, with uh, colour by Jesus Arbatov. Uh, I wouldn't normally mention the colouring, but the colouring is gorgeous in this. Um, and they've definitely actively gone for a lot of... It's weird, it's not like as bright as like the Wicked and the Divine colouring palette, but it's bright. But it's, it's still retaining the darkness of... You know, someone's getting stabbed through the heart in one page, and um, there's of, of like she's dealing with very menial things like dead bodies and stuff. And it looks it looks actually a little bit immortal, hulky, but it just it, it's bright, but not the brightest. It could be brighter, but it works. It gives an overall kind of doom to what happens in this issue, which is dead interesting. Um, it, there's a lot of interesting stuff you find out about the valkyries this way which makes them a, it's far more interesting she isn't just a thor as it were just an asgardian with a different name she has different power set now um different abilities which is very very cool and then the last page i'm not going to ruin it for you but <laughs> oh when i saw who the villain is in this i in i mean it's so clever the build-up as well the build-up to why that like because they're just saying how whoever stole this sword is going to be so powerful with this sword you know they're going to be amazing have an amazing weapon at their disposal and i was kind of like okay we'll see what happens and then who they picked to be the villain is genius i i couldn't i wouldn't have picked them and that's what makes it so good and i really hope they go well with this it's such an odd odd pairing to have jane foster um versus this guy but you know it'll it'll work it'll I'm, i imagine it'll work and i'm i'm look i cannot wait i genuinely cannot wait listen to him like a little schoolgirl. i just i have not for a while picked a comic up well i have that's the thing today i've picked up a few actually i've been picked up a few and been like oh and i needed it because spider island like jesus fucking christ that has i cannot stress enough how much that has taken out of your host here I was recording with Dan Bibby and his tech knobs, uh, a process I love, but I'm aware that if, if you've ever recorded in the studio, there is a lot of downtime. So, for example, when you're done on your bit, whoever goes up next, because you don't do one song at a time, you do all your songs, and we have four songs. So they're going to do... So it's not my turn anymore. And I don't know. I think it was uh, Hagrid, the lead guitarist, guitarist um, was just going to lay down his parts but four of them and i knew he had a lot to lay you know lay down so I pulled out spider island and it just was doing nothing it just i was still bored and i'm in the i was found myself ended up putting the putting it down looking at my phone at memes funny memes to keep myself entertained because it just it just didn't do anything. But today, and over the past few days reading these comics, I have been reinvigorated. The flame is back in my belly. So, yeah, Valkyrie is out, like easily one of the top ones, uh, if not the very top. Um, what's next? Oh, um, Deceased. Deceased uh, number, f uh, number four. This has been four of six uh, by Taylor and her sign, uh, <laughs> which... Uh, I hate it when these... I can't... Where's, where's all the... This is how unprepared I am, guys. Like, I literally just got a little bit excited. Like, a little kid. And I was like, oh, okay, I've got to talk comics. Um, 
Oh, I can't find it. All oh, right, whatever. Don't care, don't care. This has been very good. The pacing in this is fantastic. It could easily jump forward a few places and that makes sense. Um, it could also easily um, have got too convoluted and try and take try try to take on too much. But it's been... It's been, what's the word? Sufficient sounds like I'm really, again, underselling it. It's It's been perfectly paced. It just knows exactly where a character should be, what they should be doing, what we expect of them. Um, at the end of this, there's a very... Something happens at the very end. Because that was the only thing I was worried. The end of each issue was kind of like, now this person's a zombie. Now this person's a zombie. That And it's... it's at first it works, and I suppose it continues to work because that's why zombie stuff is quite popular. Um, but it does get a little bit tiring and repetitive. Whereas at the end of this, something happened, which wasn't that, but it was still a big thing. And I don't I, I don't know where they're going to go. I don't know how it's going to be from this point on. And I challenge anyone who does, who says they do, because I, I don't think you can tell. Um, deceased, yeah, it's a bit... And I'd like that they're doing this. They need to do more random shit like this, DC, sometimes, I feel... They have moved away from the big crossovers, which we're going to get to something like that in a minute. And it's working for them. Um, Heroes in Crisis was a good example of... I mean, it started off strong, but then they did move it into other issues. And then it got a bit weird at the end. But uh, Doomsday Clock is another good, is a very good example of how this is working as well. Doing the story seems to be completely self-contained. Except this possibly has big ramifications. We don't know yet. DC is just set in a different alternate timeline and has no ramifications. But both of them, self-contained, really good pacing. Oh, car alarm stopped. <laughs> Finally. Um, yeah. But I'm not reading any more DC than that. There's, In fact, me and Chris were like, odd, about two, three weeks ago, there was only eight issues coming out on DC. Like, only eight titles. Let me... Let me have a little look, because obviously we do a little thing on talknerdy.uk, which is my comic picks of the week, where I put the full comprehensive list of comics that are coming out that week and pick my current, my top, top dog, as it were. Um, and let me see, which was the week? Was it this week? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I feel like that's too many. There was definitely a week where Chris messaged me and said, have you, has there been a misprint? Can you see, there's, there just seems to be nothing coming out on DC. Here it is, yeah? Right? So, this was only, yeah, three weeks ago. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven titles that week came out on DC. This is someone that normally brings out 14, 15 titles a week. And, I mean, if you listen to them, it's... Uh, so, American Carnage, that's a, that's a Vertigo print. So, if the Vertigo hadn't been took over by DC, that wouldn't be on there. And I technically don't count it because DC at all, that isn't, it's no DC characters in that at all. It's a separate, it's like a preacher. It's its own little thing. I'm not counting that, right? So you get Batman Last Night on Earth, Batman Secret Files. Now, Secret Files is just, um, I'm sure I've read up on this because I was going to buy it and decided against it. I think Secret Files is something that's been in a graphic novel um, or another story and never had its own print. Like, it was part of... Um, a whole run and they've just decided to do it separately I don't know because they've done this with another Teen Titans as a Teen Titans one which has never been printed in single issue before it's only been in trade in some weird way but yeah Batman's Secret Files Batman Who Laughs 7 of 7 
Green and then Green Lantern, Green Lantern, Justice League Dark, and Red Hood Outlaw annuals. All their annuals coming out. So, if those if those annuals weren't coming out, and then you didn't have Batman Secret Files, right? Let's say you didn't have Batman Secret Files because you're only releasing that because of this weird thing that it's, it's already been released, but you're just going to do it for right. An American Carnage. Um, you've just got Batman Last Night on Earth, Batman Who Laughs. That's it. That's all that came out that week. That was continuing. A continuing model on the DC Universe. Which is freaking weird. No one really talked about that. But that was really odd. And then, obviously, the next week, there was fucking tons. We're back to 15 again. So I don't really... I don't know why. Um, what else has the... Oh, right, yeah. We'll talk about this. And I'm... I'm I was prepared for the worst on this. I wasn't even going to get it, right? Absolute carnage. I was not going to pick this up because... Um, I saw the sheer amount. I mean, let's see how many issues you've got, you've got to get to follow this properly, right? The, hold on. Where are you? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six... Seven, eight, nine. So that's seventeen. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So that's twenty-five, and then another two at the end. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven issues, right? But these are all crossing over. Some will be coming out the same week um, to tell this story over three months. No, fuck, fuck you. I don't want to do that. Spread it out. Spread it out, and just make it one series. I don't want to have to pick up what was what was like one of the issues. I don't want to pick up absolute carnage, lethal protectors. You know, I don't want to read absolute carnage, separation anxiety, or symbiote Spider Man, or Avengers number one. It's, I don't. I'm, so I, I wasn't going to pick it up. However, I walked into my comic book shop, and I was late for back picking this up. I knew it was going to be. I didn't think there'd be any left. And there was on the shelf a single one, just on its own. And I took it as a sign. Like, that's, that wants me to buy it. That's why that's there. So I picked it up, and I fucking loved it. Donny Cates and Ryan Stegman have just wrote... Is it just them two, or is it others who've wrote it? I have a weird feeling. It's a f So Donny Cates has wrote it with Ryan Stegman... Penciling, inking by, inking by J.P. Mayer, colour artist is Frank Mot Martin, and letter is VCs Clayton Cowles, who gives a shit. The, the, uh, I don't even know where to be honest. Everything is gorgeous in this. Like, everything. The, the art, the colours, the tone, the panelling, the, the dialogue. I mean, there's something, I don't know how, but they make, like, Spider-Man look menacing, but in a kind of... I'm trying to think what's, how to describe it. They make him look menacing in a kind of like... In a bullyish way, which I was quite impressed with. Like the, the, I don't know if it's the body language they use, but they make him look quite entitled and bullish, which is, truth be told, how Eddie Brock does view... Spider-Man. He doesn't like Spider-Man. And I like that. It made him look a lot... I don't know how they've drawn Spider-Man differently to give make him look like this, but he does look like a bit more of a dickhead. 
<laughs> I don't know, that's the only way I can describe it. But it's great to see him in this as well. It was, it, I just couldn't stop reading it. I didn't want it to end. It's just, the action is just full on. And it seems like a really clever, good idea, a very good story. I just cannot be fucked spending that amount and to over that amount of time when I will, I'm just going to have to put it on hold and wait till in December when they bring out like an absolute carnage trade that's like 40 quid. Fuck it. I'd rather do that. Make it like a little Christmas present for myself. But don't do what I do if you can afford it. Buy it. Buy them all. Because it just looks and reads amazingly. I mean, I don't know if, if, if you've been reading it yourself, but I just don't feel like I've seen Venom drawn or portrayed in this way for a while. I, I was reading Venom Night, you know, uh, when he was going through space. Venom Space Night, that was it. Um, that was okay. Nothing amazing. He saved like a space panda in one. It was dead odd. I didn't really think it stylistically fitted the tone. But Carnage and Venom are being portrayed brilliantly in this. Spider-Man being in it was a nice bonus and is, to be honest, makes sense why he should come along for this journey. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, it, it blew my mind. I, I got to the end of that and I completely had to like reassess my finances, trying to think, can I afford to buy all these? Will I be able to? And just tell myself, no, you dickhead, do not buy, do not buy absolute carnage across the whole board because you won't be able to afford other good comics such as Captain Marvel and Ms. Marvel. Marvel team up number four. So in this Marvel team up series, I'm not entirely sure how, what the idea is. I know that it's always two people, but it's Cap, it's Ms. Marvel again with Captain Marvel, uh, which is great because I love both these characters a lot. Um, it carries, it spins off of the end of the last run of Captain Marvel uh, a little bit. And Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel are great in this. They have a really good chemistry. Um, there's some really good lines in this as well. If you if you like Captain Marvel and her like ethos and find out you know how much of a trouble character is, you'll get that. If you like Ms. Marvel and you know how she ha and her like difficulty like balancing her life, her Pakistani life with this superhero all American life, it's got that as well. I just really enjoyed this. I mean, the, the only thing I would say is, who's it by? Who drew this? Who did this? Here we go. Clint McElroy. Great writing. I.G. Guara. Inconsistent artist. I just... Nothing... No, nothing bad. There's no bad panels, per se. But there is just some odd choices of, I don't know, facial expression. Or how to draw someone. Especially Carol Danvers. I really feel like they struggled with Carol Danvers. Um, I don't know why. Everyone else seems absolutely fine. Drawing a giant green alien, not an issue. Um, all their friends, not an issue. But there seems to be an issue when it comes to drawing Carol Danvers. Don't know why. But yeah, that was a really good thing as well. It was really fun. Perked me up, especially after reading. Think about it, I just read absolute carnage and deceased and there's a lot of like death and horror and that was just really good pick me up um what else 
Silver Surfer Black has been trippy as fucking balls. That's another one by Donny Cates, but with Trad Moore's drawing, it, it, it sends you to another fucking cosmic plane, man. Like, it's just ridiculous. The, each panel, each panel I can is like stepping into like some dub house fucking gig where everyone's got, you know, looks like a post-apocalyptic McHucknell with like these mad dreads and like neon on, you know, like the neon goths, but dancing to Thomas the Tank Engine, that fucking video. That's what it's like. It's trippy as balls, but it's great. Um, it, that also kind of ties into uh, Carnage and Venom as well, because he's currently dealing with Null, uh, the Venom God, which is something that's only been introduced recently and so flippantly. It was introduced so flippantly. I don't know in what it, in what it, what whether it was in Venom itself, but I only know about Null because I watch these videos online. There's a guy. Uh, what's it? It's Variant Comics. Variant Comics. Um, uh, it's a great. It's a great guy on there who every so often does your uh, like everything you need to know about this. And I watch the odd one. I I don't really like watching them because I feel they spoil. Like, even this history of episodes or his alternate versions of episodes, they're great watching, but he will ruin plot points for you, which he's kind of got... It's not his fault. He's got to do it to tell you about this, uh, if that's what you want to know. But I found it can ruin some comics that I really would want to watch, so I don't watch many. But it just did, like, a history of... Um, the history, Everything you need to know about Null or something like that. And I thought, well, I don't know who the fuck Null is. So, fuck it. Let's watch it. And I'm glad I did. The, to a lot of people, this character might not be that important or might not know who he is, but they seem to be encompassing him a, a lot. Um, he's, and he seems to be quite a main figure in that Absolute Carnage storyline as well. So, yeah, if you want to read a bit more Null, get some Silver Surfer Black in you. Um, unfortunately, Silver Surfer does have Black in him, and that's the problem. He's being slowly infected. Right. This was one I wasn't expecting to carry on at one point, I think on a previous podcast i had said um the punisher man the punisher issue 14 written by uh matthew rosenberg with artist by sisman krudansky who still for the fucking love no one he cannot draw punisher at all um just makes him look like some kind of like frosty potato fritter he, he, he but it, it's sidelined because the story is that good I really this this it's dead odd this because I I didn't think much of it to begin with but felt an urgency to continue and it is just getting better it's just Frank on the run you know Frank on the run um and it's really interesting how he's you know you've got Begalia Begalia um the well agent agents of Hydra after him um with Zemo after him and they've got into New York, which they can do because of um, Fisk being mayor. And that's I'm sure that's going to bubble up to something. There'll be a big event where it's going to be like Fisk has all of New York City at his, at his, you know, in his fist or something. And all the heroes going to have to try and save New York City because it just seems a bit odd that there's all these things happening in all the comics that Fisk is allowing this and Fisk. And now they're being main storylines. They're being used for that. Um but there was a lovely appearance this uh, month of Natasha uh, Romanoff and Moon Knight. 
Uh, I, Night Thrasher was there as well. I've, I've never even fucking heard of him. I thought it was a really badly drawn Miles Morales at first. Um, but yeah, dude, Moon Knight was in this, and he's got Black Widow, and then there's like, you know, I, I just can't wait to see where it's going at all. Oh, Ghost Rider, he's got Ghost Rider as well. So, yeah, man, I'm really, I'm looking forward. He's got Punisher as a team now, and he hates, he's not, he's unwillingly got a team, and I, lo I love this team. It's, it's, it's like one of those, oh, but they don't get along. That's the story that they're going to find out that they get along if they work together. But I, they won't find out that they get along if they work together. It's just going to be pure chaos and battle. Um, what else have I been reading? Uh, the Weatherman. The Weatherman uh, issue 2, volume 2 by Jodie LaHub and Nathan Fox. Um, if you've listened to previous podcasts before, you know I fucking love The Weatherman. For such a boring sounding comic, it does twists and turns. The artist, the art is absolutely amazing and to die for. Um, I'm can't, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little confused as to where it's going. Like in the first volume, I was unsure, but in a good way. Like it was just guiding me. In this, I'm confused. I'm not really sure what's going on now. Um, but I blame me more for that. I do find, I find. Do you ever have that with some comics? Like. The issues, like as they come out, you're re if you're reading so many, you can forget something. But then you, I hate it when comics recap at the beginning. Like I don't mind them to have like that little stanza, but when they do a full like Spider Man's really bad for that sometimes. Like the first two pages of Spider Man will be recapping what happened in the last issue of Spider Man. And you go, well, all right, all right, but we've just wasted two pages now. Um. But yeah, I do find that I struggle to remember stuff. So I I have a feeling I, I will I might have to go back and read the last the last issue of the first volume of Weatherman to just certify where we are. Um oh Batman Curse of the White Knight book one came out. Excellent stuff. More of the same quality by Sean Murphy. Uh who draws and writes this. It's just a massive, a massive homage to Batman in every way. You can tell the guy is obsessed with the character. I love that it's on the DC Black Label. Um, every panel, every page, every word just hits perfectly. It's just perfect. I don't know what it is about this Batman that I love more than the other Batman. <laughs> um, I don't know what he's doing that's that different. I kind of want him to... I want him to take over from Tom King. I really do. But then I'm worried like that it'll he'll lose what what makes him so magic, his complete independence and freedom to do what he wants. Um is possibly what makes these stories stories so good in the his little white knight verse. But I mean I it's one of them things it could also be absolutely fucking amazing if he did the main run of Batman. I don't know. I don't know how you feel about that, but I'd, I I feel like I would want that. Um, that's it, really. I just felt like the need to scream about all these comics I'd just re read and been reading the past few days. I mean, there's other ones. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy was good too, um, but it didn't go the way I thought it was going to be. Doom Patrol is great. It's still really hard to understand what's happening but i still enjoy it anyway i still just like i leave my brain my sense of like 
what I know is the norm at the door when I read that. Um, there hasn't been too much else. I mean, my comic picks of the week, like Once and Future uh, and Coffin Bound, I still haven't read yet. I only make them my comic picks of the week because I go off my hunch. Um, I also read a lot of previews to find out is anything, you know, is there any hype behind any comics? Because I don't want to put the same, you know, Marvel, uh, DC, Marvel, DC every week. Um, which, I mean, I've got it wrong sometimes by my, by sometimes my own account. Like, I recommended Die. I didn't enjoy Die at all, but I recommended it. But a lot of people enjoy it. So that was, that didn't go down bad, did it? Um, another one I recommended, though, was, what did I recommend? Which I look back on and go, there was Astro. Like some Astro Disco one, which was ah, fucking awful. Um, what else? Um, oh, here we go. I've I actually I've been compiling a list to see kind of how, you know, how on point I've been. How ah, that was it, Astro Hustle. That was what that was called. Um, you know what? I've recommended some really good shit. Daredevil and Punisher when they were first coming out. Uh, oh, The Shape of Elvira. That was fucking. That looked tragic. I recommended Naomi. You really should go on, honestly, go on talknerdy.uk and see what I pick and take a chance on it or even email me to tell me that, no, that's bad. You know what you want to recommend, JB? You want to recommend this. Um, Batman Kings of Fear, I recommended that. Prodigy, I've been on it, man. I've I've got good taste, I'm not going to lie. I mean, you can tell from the hats I wear, I have good taste. Um, That's it. I mean, there's not really too much more to talk about, really, other than um, I would normally do, uh, like, on the first couple of episodes, I talked about whatever TV I've been watching. That's why I always put, like, a little bit of TV at the beginning of an episode, like a little line from whatever I've been watching, in case you wondered why I randomly had, like, a Brooklyn Nine-Nine at the beginning of, like, an episode. I've been watching The Boys, and I was going to talk about The Boys in non-spoiler detail, but um, I think I'm going to do a podcast about it with Dan Bibby of Dan Bibby and Aesthetic Knobs. He also joined us on the Star Wars prequels podcast. And he's been on a few. I think he did Captain Marvel review as well with us, if memory serves. Because he's been watching it as well. And we both really want to talk about it. So fuck it, we're going to do a podcast on it. But right here, right now, on the Undead Comic Cast, little preview, I liked it a lot. Watch the boys, watch the boys, and then come with back to the site, and you'll see at some point in the next, I'd say ten days, because again, I've been so fucking busy. Um, the next ten days, you'll see a boys spoiler podcast review, and then listen to that, and just you know enjoy it, mate. Right, I'm gonna get off, edit this together, put it up as quick as I can, and then yeah. <laughs>